Dad, did you wash my jersey? Mom, can you sign this paper? It's for school. Is there anything else to eat? So, what's this fundraiser for? Ooh, can we stop at the library? So, when's our next Disney trip? Hey, Dad, can I ride with you? Did you record the soccer game? We are not getting a cat. The laundry is still out of control. Welcome to the Victory Catch Podcast with Rick and Julie Randa, Season 2. Hey everyone, and welcome to The Victory Couch. My name is Julie Rando. And I'm Rick Rando. And we've made it to another week, friends. Another week. Thank you for joining us. Do you know this is episode 13? I do. Season 2, episode 13. 13? 13! <laughs> That's for all my musical friends out there. Wow. Yeah, 13, how yeah. about that? Wow, 13. 13. On this, season 2. This could be an unlucky episode. Oh no. Or it could be the best one ever. I think we're going to go for the latter. Yes, yes. The best one ever. And I understand from our pre-episode conversations that you are bringing some fun questions. I am. I often do one of each. Today I've decided to do two fun questions. But I like that. Before we do, sometimes yes. we have new listeners. So yes. can you share with them briefly what we do here on the Victory Couch? Yeah. So basically, if you are new, welcome. Squish on in. Uh, Julie's on the right side of the couch. I'm on the left side of the couch. And although we think differently and have different interests and different approaches to many, 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 many things. We are a union strong. And um, yeah, we just want to uh, make you think. She brings two questions to me that I've never heard before. I bring two questions to her and we banter. We go back and forth and uh, here we are on the couch, on the victory couch. Because when we make it through any day or any week or any crazy, it's a victory. So hopefully you're celebrating your victories alongside of us. So Julie, give me your first fun question. I'm excited about it. All right. So I'm coming to you with the world of reality television. Oh my gosh. Okay. Here we go. There are lots of reality shows out there. In fact, this week I Googled what are the top reality shows and the list I saw were the top 50 reality 50? shows. Yes. And wow. that did not cover many of the ones that I am familiar with. Okay. So let's just say there must be a plethora of reality shows that have been on for some time, you know, since the real world, the oh, very yeah. first. Jeez. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That, I mean, at least I think the real world was the first American. Sounds right. Yeah. That feels right on MTV. Um, but since then, there's been lots of reality shows. And my fun question to you today is if you had to go on a reality <laughs> television show. Man. Which one would you go on? Oh, you can pick a man. couple if you have a couple. But. Well, let me just tell you my favorites. How about that? Um, I'm a big fan of Survivor. I like that show. I don't know. There's just something about it uh, going out and surviving and the gameplay and the idols. And it's gotten really crazy here the past couple of years of all the twists and turns. Um, I think uh, The Voice is a good reality show. We like that one. Mm -hmm. Um, I think if you could go and just play the drums, I would do that. But uh, you have to sing because it's called The Voice, not The uh, Drumsticks. That's right. So um, I also think that The Amazing Race would be a good show, mm -hmm. depending on your partner. Um, because, you know, competitiveness inside of me and probably usually, um, you know, you'd want to win and you could go all over the world yeah, and see exactly. things. And 
I don't know how much you would appreciate if you're trying to hurry up through the streets of Bangkok or whatever <laughs> uh, to try to win, but that might be another one. Um, also, Lego Masters, I think, is a cool yeah. one. Um, that's one of our new favorites. And yeah, I think I would I would go on. I think that's, that's my that choice. Would that be the one? Yeah, that's my choice. So why would you want to go on Lego Masters? I think I would go with Dylan because Dylan is extremely creative with Lego. Mm-hmm. And um, it would just be fun. It would be a bonding experience, and everybody's so kind on there too. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like when somebody gets voted off, and it could be, you know, for show. But I, I think, I mean, it seems genuine mm-hmm. that people are like, "Oh my gosh, Cheryl and Denise are leaving, and let's give them a hug." And everybody's sort of crying, and oh no, and it just seems that if you're in a room and you're putting together Lego for eighteen, twenty-two <laughs> hours or something like that. And they're putting together these creative pieces that uh, just are inspiring with no instructions right. and no game plan. Yeah. Uh, you have to bond with the people beside you because you're bonding in the activity itself, which is playing, you know, yeah. whereas Survivor, you know, you might be friends with those people because you've been through a traumatic experience, a storm, somebody got hurt, you're on the same tribe, but secretly you want to, you want to win, mm-hmm. you want to beat them. It's outlast, outwit, outplay, right? So you are trying to you know, take everybody else out. But I think uh, the creative factor for Lego Masters, I think that's that's where I would go. Plus, you and Will Arnett could go back and forth with your Batman voices. That's right. <laughs> Batman. I like it. <laughs> That'd be cool. Um, would you like to know mine? I would. All Thank right. you. So the one you mentioned, actually, The Amazing Race, Yeah. I did not write down. However, I did say years ago that going on that show with my brother Phil would be a blast. Yeah. Because yeah. we I think we would be able to communicate well. We'd have a lot of fun and we are very full of strategy. So I think that would be a good one. Although the one I wrote down was wait for it. You ready? Yes. Supermarket stakeout. <laughs> Have you ever seen that show yeah, yes. on Food Network? So if you're not familiar with <laughs> Supermarket Stakeout. That's old, that's old school, baby. Well, this is, this is actually where they, um, they're cooking in the grocery parking lot. And you have, so like, okay, the way the show works, it's on Food Network. Feel free to look in the show notes. I'll put it down there. But you have an opportunity to buy groceries off of people who are coming out of the grocery store. <laughs> and whatever's in their grocery cart. So you can be like, you're kind of like, oh, okay, I'll pay you like $60 for that. And they're like, nope. And you keep going. You have a certain allotment that you're given. I've only seen it maybe three or four times. But you hand over the money and you're against these other people. So the idea is to come up with the most creative, inventive dish with what's in these random baskets. I have grown up knowing how to do that <laughs> like what's in our house Creating what can we whip for nothing exactly nothing. like what can we put together what can we you know oh gosh we have some chicken and what else i don't know okay let's make a masterpiece out of it i think i i've grown in life to have experience in college you know in the house i grew up in even in our young you know married days like what do we have you know and just whipping it together and like Man, that turned out pretty good. So I feel like I'm cut out for supermarket stakeout. Mm-hmm. And I think I could negotiate pretty quickly with people in the parking lot. You yeah, know? You, yeah, you probably could. I think I could. I think I could find a way to connect with them quickly. I've also have had uh, years of experience learning how to 
try to find a way to connect with someone who I may have zero in common with, especially in the workplace and, you know, going through recruitment, things like that. I know how to, uh, how to work in that way. So yeah, you would be good at that. Yeah. So I'm going to go with supermarket stakeout on food network with a runner up to amazing race with my brother. So that would be good. Yeah. So what are, what are some reality shows that we're missing? Oh, there's, I mean, there's the common ones like the bachelor bachelorette. We're not going on that Richard. Right. Although I've said, and I've told you before, I'm just going to tell our listeners. I've told my husband he would do really good on shows <laughs> like that. Thank you. Because he's so charming and okay. likable. I mean, obviously, we don't want to get into that. But yeah. Um, Dance Moms. American Idol out there. Oh, yeah. I mean, okay. Also, when this episode comes out, it will be just a few short days past one Kelly Clarkson's birthday. Ah. The first and best American Idol. There you go. Second runner-up, I would say, would be yeah. Carrie Underwood would be one of my other faves. But yeah, Kelly Clarkson, she made it happen. We love The Voice. That's definitely one there's we love. A, there's a lot of cooking shows, too. Uh, right? Yeah, Tournament of Champions. Lawson loves that. One of my favorites is Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives with Guy um, Fieri. Yeah. There's um, Next Level Chef, Top Chef. Like uh, sh- uh, like Chef Junior or something where the kids compete. Chopped, chopped oh, and chop Junior. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's cool. Of course, Kids Baking Championship, Spring Baking Championship, and all the Holiday Baking Championships. Do you remember that show Wife Swap where you had to switch? Yeah. That's a crazy yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, And they did Celebrity Wife Swap too oh, back yeah. in the day. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. fun. I mean, there's a ton of them. There's now a you one. start thinking about yeah. them. Wow. The VH1 with Flava Flav. Remember that? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's been there's been tons of reality television, but all I could think of was that that would be a fun question. Like seriously, yeah. what would you do? And that was you a would question. do Lego Masters with Dylan. Yes. Not not The Bachelorette, no. Or The Bachelor yeah. or whatever. No, that's good, honey. I'm glad to hear we're intact <laughs> in that way. You're not yeah. yeah. I'm happy where we are, That's Jules. good. Well, that actually lends itself to my first question, actually. So this is just sort of a, an introspective question, mm. and I was thinking about this the other day. What are three things that I, personally, me, on the left side of the couch, okay. am doing really well as mm. a husband that you hope I continue to do in our next X amount of years together, however many we have? So I know that's it's like it's a that's deep a question. That's a deep question. You said three things. Yeah, three things that are limited to that. Okay. Yeah, I mean you can add some, you know, three B, three C kind of thing, but yeah, just top top three. What do you what do you think? Okay. So thinking very quickly, I'm pretty certain these are the ones I'm going to go with. So three things that I th- that I know you do well. Yes. That I'd love for you to do for years to come. Yes. This is a surface one, but one that's important to any domesticated, you know, we're sharing the same space. We're all in the same house. And I'm going to say helping with house chores Mm -hmm. is towards the top of my list because doing that alone, single parents out there, I see you. You're probably like, yeah, Julie, you do have help. I love that I have help packing lunches. I love that I have help putting away clothes, folding clothes, carrying laundry up and down the stairs, taking out trash and recycling. The kids help with these things too. But just having that type of assistance on the regular is something I would love to continue to experience because I've gotten used to it. And it's nice to have the help because as we've shared before in our house, those types of chores are for everybody. Yes. Not just for the ladies in the house. That's something we all do. So 
house chores. I put laundry especially next to it. The second thing that you do really well that I hope you continue to do is make me laugh. (laughs) I I do a pretty good job of that. Yeah. That's not a surface thing. That is a, like a need, you know, it's like we need joyful moments and laughter and silliness because life can be really, really hard and challenging. And, you know, on the days where you're like, oh my gosh, I have zero strength left. The littlest thing that can make me laugh is like medicine. Mm. And I say that about music, but I believe that about laughter too. And you and I, we do laugh a good bit. So making me laugh. I look for that to happen for years and decades to come. The last thing I wrote, and this is very specific to Julie. When you sense I need time to myself. Hmm. I hope you've. You feel that. I hope you have that wavelength to observe, acknowledge, and respond to that accordingly. Because I can't always, I I can always say, hey, I need some time to myself. But when you just acknowledge that, and you're like, hey, I can tell you're reading, or hey, I can tell you just need to be by, yeah, or you're you're going for a walk. Yeah, okay, I'll be doing this. Okay, cool. Like, it's just that respect of, Hey, that's how you're wired and I can tell you need to recharge. And even if I just want to watch like some show that I love, Gilmore or whatever it might be, and you're like, I'm going to go off and do something else. I can tell you just need to be by yourself and recharge and come back to who you are. Um, So those would be just thinking quickly. The three things I would think that I would hope that you carry into our future. Help with house chores, make me laugh, and sense when I need time to myself. Wow. How about you? That was a quick list. Yeah. You did You did well there. See, I've had time to think about you this have. question. So, um, yeah, I think mine are probably all deep. Um, okay. One, I had support and respect me, um, which I know that's something that, you know, you're supposed to do with your spouse, but supporting the other person, their dreams, their aspirations, their goals, just the ability to support when you're weak and also just respect my voice. Mm. Um, sometimes you hear other couples in public and, and you, you hear the, the phrase, well, she must wear the pants in the family or, you know, he controls her or something like that. And you, you understand pretty quickly that it's not a 50, 50, uh, you know, voting system in their house, you know, and for, for me, I'm just, I'm glad that I have a wife, that shares the equal vote uh, that I have. So I think that's that would be my number one. Number two, um, that you continue to love and care for me because I feel like um, as the the head of the household, and I say that in air quotes, um, you know, we don't always have the answers. <laughs> I don't. I don't think anybody does, um, and especially when you're going through trials or you're going through situations that you can't control, you need that voice. You need that, that love. You need the, that those arms to wrap around you and say, I got you like, it's going to be okay. And I think lately I've been experiencing a lot of love and care from you. And I think that that, mm-hmm. um, it's really special. And I, after so many years we've been married, it's just, it's not taken for granted. I mean, we're almost 17 years married, mm-hmm. and I still think that you love and care for me 
beautifully. Um, and the last thing is, is prayer. Um, pray for me. I know that you do that almost every day. Um, but I think wherever you are in your walk of life, I think prayer is one of the strongest things that you can do for someone mm. along with being vulnerable with them, I think is, is another sort of telltale sign that you're really connected and in, in sync with someone, um, whether it's your friends or, you know, family members, but, you know, I just love that you just continue to pray for me and pray with me, um, especially during times of trouble and, 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 uh, heartaches. So those are my top three. I know it's a serious question, but I think that if you're listening out there and you think to yourself, like, wow, my spouse does this wrong and they do this and they annoy me when they do this and they're, they just drive me crazy when they do this, this, and this, and you start focusing on the bad stuff, then that's all you'll see. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to take a couple seconds today and just talk about the good, talk about the good stuff. What are we doing well? What do you hope we continue what to do well? And uh, just be a little introspective. So Yeah, I like that. And it encourages those of you who are listening right now to stretch yourself to find the good even in the tough days, which is really what the Victory Couch is all about. Absolutely. All right. So we're going to go from that question because mm-hmm. I have another question. Okay. I'm going to shoot it over at you. I, I love movies. Yes. And I'm going to go back to a movie question because recently training for the last marathon that I ran, I would run hours and hours and hours straight. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'd have to run on the treadmill, especially if it was raining or it was freezing cold or 10 degrees, you know, and some people will run when it's 10 degrees outside. I, I'm not that human. So if I know I have a three hour run on a treadmill training for a full marathon, I'll put on a movie. Mm-hmm. And I like to try to inspire myself with inspiring movies. So my question is, thinking back on all of your time of movie watching, what are the most inspirational movies that you can think of of all time? Like, so when you're done the movie, you're like, oh my gosh, I feel like I could climb a mountain or I feel like I could run a race or I feel like I could pick up a car or I feel like that I just need to hug somebody, you know? Not necessarily the ones that make you cry, mm-hmm. but just the ones that you feel inspired by. Okay, Rick, I think I have some for you. Okay. I have to be completely transparent to our friends. I did a quick search because my brain was a little stuck. The only movie that popped in my head was Stepmom, which sounds super sad if you've seen it with our friend Susan Sarandon and one Julia Roberts. And I know it's a sad movie, but I find inspiration in that about partnering um in tough situations and motherhood i think that's one that you wouldn't expect me to say but that's the authentic one that came to my brain i don't know where it came from but that's one google helped me find ones that would be more what people would expect of inspiring movies and these are the ones that jump out at me i'm going to do this in no particular order Mr. Holland's Opus. Nice. Okay. That's a great movie. Um, so in Mr. Holland's Opus, Richard Dreyfus is the band leader. And he basically takes a not sounding so good crew through a journey. And they play the most beautiful music. And lots of ups and downs happen through it. 
when I was in middle school, my middle school band teacher plucked one of the songs out really for us to play. Yeah. So I have a very faint memory of that, but Mr. Holland's opus is a nice inspiring as most underdog type movies are. Um, so I'm going to put that one out there. Here's one that makes me cry and makes me want to stand up and like applaud and change the world a little bit and help those who are struggling. And that's the movie, The Pursuit of Happiness with yeah. Will Smith. Oh yeah, that's great. You and I saw that in the movie theaters and that might be the first movie we ever both cried in at the same time. I could be wrong, but I remember that. And I think we just sat there at the end of the credits. Do you remember that? Maybe yeah, not. I yeah. think so. We just sat at the end of the credits like it was heavy. It was heavy and inspiring and obviously based on a true story. So that one makes my list of inspiring movies, The Pursuit of Happiness. One that my mom um, told me about, this is a recent movie, came out I think last year or the year before. It's called American Underdog. It's a sports movie. It's a football movie. Great, great, great true story. Um, I ha if any of those of you who like a, a sports movie and you haven't seen American Underdog yet, like watch that one. You're going to really enjoy it. It basically... It's a story of Kurt Warner, right? I, yes, I believe that's the correct yes. athlete. And it's really cool because it's one of those like definitely underdog stories. Um, there is some faith journey through it. What I really enjoy most is the story of perseverance and faith um, and partnership. I mean, there's definitely story of, uh, of uh, couples in that one. So, yeah, American Underdog. Another one that is inspiring to me and would be one of my favorites, probably in the top 20, 30 movies of all the ones that I love, is Soul Surfer. Um, that's a real-life story from a Bethany Hamilton, Beth Bethany lost her arm to a shark accident. Um, and it, it's just, it's a beautiful, beautiful story. Helen Hunt's in it. Um, Carrie Underwood does a little cameo. It's very well written and it tells the story very well. And the young actress who, who plays Bethany does just a beautiful job. Um, that's one that I would watch when the time comes and, and Dylan wouldn't have nightmares of going in the ocean, which we love to do. Um, I just think that's a story of hope and faith and family and perseverance. And uh, yeah, Soul Surfer is a good one out there. I have one last one that I quickly uh, want to give a shout out to because this movie we've watched on what we call like outdoor movie nights where we've done that before. We've had our kids do this. This is a movie that you and I could probably watch a couple times a year for the rest of our lives. And that movie is The Greatest Showman. Yeah. That movie and the soundtrack and the story and the acting is phenomenal. We saw it in the movie theaters. When we left, you were like, I need that soundtrack. And the sign of an inspiring, amazing movie is when you're sitting in the audience and you're being already deciding, I'm getting that soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing like The Greatest Showman. The, the music from it, the story, the acting, the 
unexpected twist, the empowerment, the acceptance in that movie. It's everything that we stand for and champion and it's a wonderful movie. So those are some of the ones that I have. That is a wow. very tough question. I'm thankful for Google and yeah, because we don't normally Google the answers. I don't, but, but I needed. Some, I was stuck at stepmom, which sounds depressing. But there is, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, that sounds depressing. But that came in my head, and I do still think that's a good answer because it inspires you to obviously unite with your family, to carry on legacy. I mean, there are some stories in that, but I wanted to get some true, um, you know, kind of what you would expect when you hear the word. What's an inspiring movie? Wow. So, Rick, you've had time to research this. So, what are your wow. inspiring? I, I gotta movies? tell you. Your list is pretty impressive because thanks. Uh, you only had one overlap with mine because I was I was I don't know maybe a little more sports minded here. Okay, so um, I took you on a journey there. Y- you did pursuit of happiness, pre- yeah. Mr. Holland's opus, all over the place. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Just okay, like me. so um, I think the very first movie, Remember the Titans, mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. I think that yeah. is one I was. A couple months ago, I was watching it. I was running. I was crying the whole time through and just several key scenes in there. And, uh, you know, the best line of the movie is, you know, they will remember the day they played the Titans. Um, Rudy is another one. Yeah, you love that movie. I love that movie. Rudy is such a good, is a good movie. Who's the wild man now? I can quote all these movies. I shouldn't. Uh, Rocky, Rocky, specifically Rocky Four. Mm-hmm. I must break you. See, I've I've got them all. I shouldn't. Should I do it? No, I shouldn't do yeah, it. Yeah, it's okay. you. Go ahead. Um, another weird one uh, that I like: <laughs> Cool Runnings. Yes, that's a great one. The American Bob, at the end, or Jamaican bobsled. Yeah, team. at the end when they pick up the bobsled and carry it over the finish line, that'll get you, people. That'll get you. Um, Field of Dreams is another one. Um, if you build it, they will come. Mm-hmm. Field of Dreams. That's one of my favorites. Apollo 13. That movie is, it's it's so inspirational on so many different levels. Um, but if you've never seen it, it's based on a true story. I mean, it, it basically was um, the story of Apollo 13, how they were going to the moon, and they... The, the mission was not the moon anymore. The mission was getting back safely to their families. And, uh, you know, yeah, the end of that, I'll tell you what, bring tissues. Mm. Um, I have three more. Uh, Glory is one of my favorite movies of absolute all time. Glory. Denzel Washington, reference to Den- Denzel. You're a big fan, yes. I am a big fan. You've named two of his movies so far. I am a fan mm-hmm. of Denzel Washington. Um but that is a great movie. Um, very inspirational. Um, Braveheart would be another one. Oh, you love that movie. Which, again, that's a Mel Gibson movie. And uh, The Patriot would be another Mel Gibson movie. Mm-hmm. That Just the villain is so good in that. And then um, The Karate Kid. The Karate Kid. The ending. The that's Karate Kid is... The best part about that movie is when uh, Billy Zapka, a.k.a. Johnny presents him the trophy at the end and says, you're okay, LaRusso. Like he, he gives him the trophy when he's been the villain the whole time, which I don't know, really, is he the villain or is Kreese the villain? Okay. That's, that's a debatable thing. But anyway, um, it's just a good movie. And as a martial artist, it's, it's good. Yeah. That's so. the 
cornerstone of a lot, I'm sure, yeah. in your brain. Yeah. So those are no, my. That's a good one. Those are my movies. Goodness. I had to. I had to take a second there. I was getting emotional just well, thinking about it's stuff. Okay. Remember the Titans is a good movie. Yeah, that is a good one. There, there's. I think we could go on and on about. We this. could. We Th- really could. There's a lot of movies, but I, I'm going to cut the list there. How about that? Yeah. If we're missing one that really stands out to you, let us know. But yeah, there's. I'm, I'm going to sure add one. Time. Okay, I'm going to add one more. Okay, I'm going to add ahead. one more. Um. About 10 years ago, there was a movie that came out. Mm-hmm. It was called Courageous. Yeah, that's a good one. That, um, really, really good. Yeah. So talking about inspiring movies is tricky because there are so many and it can easily bring up a lot in you. Um, good art does that. It sure, it definitely does. So um, leading into the next question and my last one on the Victory Couch today Earlier, I asked the, you know, reality show, if you had to, if you had to, I have another, if you had to, Rick, okay? Okay. This one is, if you had to sing karaoke tonight, yep. what song would you sing? And to give you a second to think, I'll give you my top karaoke songs that I would do if I had to. If someone said, Julie, the world is going to burn up like right now. And there's like forest fires everywhere. And you can stop it if you sing a karaoke song. That's what I'm talking about. Like, <laughs> like a good karaoke like a, song? Yeah, like, okay. like one, whatever you think is either a good or fun song for you that you enjoy singing or one that you think is good for the crowd. So you can take it however you want. Mine okay. is a combination of the two. I have four songs. Four songs. Four songs. Some are more popular than others. And some of you may not know any of these songs or maybe one or two of these songs. Okay. My first one is my favorite song of all time, which would be Cowboy Take Me Away by the Chicks. I think that song is a little hard to sing, but lyrically, I love it, and that would be on my list. It goes high there. It does. I'll try my best. Again, you don't have to sing it perfectly. Okay. Okay, that's not the goal. The goal is something you connect to. Another song is one that very few people probably know, but there's an acoustic version of a song called Why by Avril Lavigne. Anytime I hear it, I feel like it matches my singing voice well. So that's why I chose that song, Why by Avril Lavigne. Okay. Here's one that would be a great crowd pleaser sing-along that would make me smile. And I feel like a lot of ladies in the audience would enjoy this one. It's called Strawberry Wine by Dina Carter. (laughs) (laughs) We would have a blast with that. I I, I think I could do okay with that one. Um, I'd try to bring like that fun uh like kind of mocking emotion to it to make sure it was fun and everyone enjoyed it and my last one is a song anytime it comes on on your playlist or mine you have it on yours um it's called if i die young by the van perry i often make you stop so i can sing along to it don't yes. i yeah. yeah yeah i don't know what it is that song but if i die young the van perry that would be one of my if i had to sing karaoke tonight I think one of those four songs. Now, friends of mine, (laughs) this is not your permission to get me in front of a crowd to sing that. That's not what this is right here. This Mm. stays sacred and safe on the couch. Those of you who are getting fancy ideas, stifle them right now. Okay, that's all I'm saying. My uh, follow-up question is, have you ever sang karaoke? I'm going to answer, I have in a group setting. Yes. In a group setting, I have. As a soloist, I have not. Me too. I've really? done group, okay. but not solo. Okay, all right. So I'm not quite there yet. Yeah, I mean, it's I, I sing in front of the family all the time, but I'm not performing. Um, 
but yeah, Rick, if you had had to sing karaoke tonight, what song would you sing? All right. Well, if I want to save the world, I'm going to go Huey Lewis in the news, The Power of Love. Okay. Okay. I think right? you could do that. Because, yeah. yeah, you know, it's a little high for me, but remember, it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, plus it's a Back to the Future reference, which is ultimately one of my favorite movies. And yours out there, Molly. I know you. Um, also, I'm going to go with uh, How Your Love Makes Me Feel Inside by Diamond Rio. Oh, yeah. That's, That's one of my great, go-tos. I can hear that on karaoke. Yeah. I've yeah. done that before in karaoke. In a, in a group. In, in a group. group. In okay. a group. Yes. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna go something that maybe a lot of people don't know, but he lives in you. Um, and uh, that's a, a Disney song. Um, Ooh, you'd make us all cry. The movie, well, the world's coming to an end, you said, right? Well, uh, that was kind of a side note. That wasn't oh. the truest part of the oh. question. Okay. I was just trying to make you think of like what had to meant. Like had to? What? Like your friends coaxed you? Yeah. No, like... Y- like it's something you have to do tonight. So I was just trying to think of okay. what's a way to get you up there. And if the world's caught on fire by random forest fires and you can save it by singing a song, I, I was just trying to give you a hypothetical to okay. get your butt up there to sing. Okay. I don't know. I got you. Yeah. All right. Okay. But, but yeah, the, it's, you're not saving the world. But, you're not. No. Uh, okay. Well then we're going to go with something a little more lighthearted. Okay. Then I'm going to go celebrate by cool in the gang. I think that would be a good, right? I think the crowd would be singing along more, which would make you more comfortable. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's a good one. Everybody's going to sing loud. Or uh, my all-time favorite song, Unwell by Matchbox 20. Yeah. So. I think you could pull that off. Those good are choice, my Those are my, go- those are my go-tos. In a pinch. That was good. Well, it's summer coming up. So, you know, we could we could do like a karaoke, you know, party kind of thing. To go outside and out on the deck and karaoke. I just thought of something. I have seen karaoke at my parents' house. Only around close friends solo. I take that back. I actually have on my 17th birthday. There you go. So that just jolted in my head when you said, when we were talking about Dylan in a karaoke machine. Uh, yeah, on my parents' front porch. But it was around friends. So that's different than yeah. like a, you know, random group of strangers where you know like half people. So I had a friend um, who did karaoke every single weekend. Wow. And we would go. And he would have his couple go-tos, mm-hmm. and we would be there to support him. You yeah. know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, he was good at it. Yeah. It was really good. They'd have contests to see who the best one is, mm-hmm. and you would win cash prizes and oh, stuff like that. Cool. People would vote. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like a a fun place, but it also is, you know, kind of like open mic night. Yeah. But in a more, like, silly, fun way. You yes. know? Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. that. Well, that's all I have tonight. That's that's it. <laughs> well, let's go to uh, let's go to our couch crumbs here. Okay, uh, Julie. You know, I'm going to start. I think, and we talked about this before we started. Um, have you ever put out your trash on trash day, mm-hmm. and the people not come to pick it up? It's the worst. Hmm. Now think about that. You're doing your part. It's an assigned day. You're putting it out. You pay for it. And it's out on the curb. It's in a timely manner. But for some reason, eh, they didn't come to your street or they didn't go to work that day or something. Something weird happened. Yeah. And it's not the fact that they didn't do it because things come up, right? It's the fact that you have to take all the trash back. Back, which did happen. And then you know you're going to have to take it back out. Again, yeah. You know, to on, on the next trash day. Um so yeah, yeah that, that's a, that's a minor that's a thing, crumb. but it's a it's a crouch. That's a legit. A, that's legit crumb. It's a couch crumb. Yeah, I don't care for that either. No. Yeah. And yeah. you know we're not complainers, so it is what it is. Yeah. We've done it 
We're before. not calling that company no. or anything. No, there, it's there's just now, it is it, what it is. If it's a couple weeks in a row or something, then we have to, we have a a beef. But yeah, it just you know stuff happens. I right. get it, but uh, you know taking it back is no. We put it out there. We don't want that. <laughs> That's trash. We don't want that anymore. Yeah, and then we have to bring it back in. It's like oh no, don't don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you on that. And, you know, we have a rotating recycling schedule. So if it was mixed recycling this week and it's cardboard next, well, then our mixed recycling is going to get stacked up. Yes. Yeah. That's frustrating. Yeah. yeah. Couch I, crumb. I'll call it a legit crumb. Not okay. that you need to be validated Thank in your you. crumbs. But yeah. Thank you. Thank you. My crumb here in late April is that I had a day off of work where one of my things on the list was to plant flowers. However... In late April, it's been in the low 30s, hovering around the freezing point. And my good friend Amy told me, hey, you might want to not plant them that week because it could get frost and then they're not going to live. And if you've been listening for a long time, you might know that I do like to see things grow and we do plant a couple of things. I'm not good at it. Though. Like I'm not a green thumb. It's not in my giftings. And part of me thinks that like I have superpowers that can override the weather, but I know that's not true. Mm. So I'm just going to take that advice. And even though I have the time, which is the hard part, like I, I have the time to dedicate to it. I bought the potting soil. It's sitting outside, mm-hmm. but I can't plant the flowers I want to because it's still in the like low 30s hovering around freezing and it was freezing this morning and like literally it was 32 and there was frost on the windshield. So my crumb is that I still have a goal that I can't achieve because of mother nature. Hmm. That's legit. That's a legit legit? couch crumb. Yeah. 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 You have the time, but you can't utilize your time for that because of the weather. Guess what I'm going to use my time for instead. What what would that be? Whittling down the laundry pile. Ah, nice. Yeah. Because the laundry it's is still, still out of control. control. We'll yes. get it. We'll get under it, guys. Yes. What's your prop your feet up this week? Rick? Well, mine's pretty simple. Our local Chick Fil A has been closed for two weeks. Oh, uh, and and it opens now. Yes, <laughs> it opens this week. It opens this week. That's right. So you better believe I'm going. Chick fil A. What for is lunch. the first thing you're getting after not getting to go to our local uh, Chick fil A? Number for two one weeks. with no pickle, sweet tea to drink, light salt on the fries. That's what I'm that's what I'm getting. You know what? That sounds like the perfect lunch. You um, know what would be good for dessert? A chocolate a, chip cookie? A frosted lemonade. Oh, and with just strawberry. ask them to add strawberries. All of you listeners out there shouting at me because I did not get that right. I'm sorry. I did know frosted <laughs> lemonade with strawberries. But he does like his you chocolate know, chip hey, cookie. We haven't too. even I don't think we've talked about this in season two. If you're With new, the frosted lemonade? Yeah. Oh, if you're right. new, listen, guys. you don't even know what we just referenced here. Okay, listen. I'm going to give you a game changer if you're new. Go to Chick-fil-A. Go there. It's a magical land. Go there. Say <laughs> your order, whatever it is, and just say that you would like to try a frosted lemonade and ask them to add strawberries to it. Okay? And they'll do it for it you. It will change your day. It's a secret menu item that I don't think is very secret, but I... Would like to think it's secret. because it feels more VIP-like. Yes, yes. And I would say do that. And uh, A, it's it's not like a strawberry milkshake because a a milkshake is thicker and it's more... more Heavy. It's heavy. Heavy is the best word, right? So this is a light dessert. It's also under 400 calories. You get a whole... Whereas a milkshake is pushing like 800 calories. Six, seven, yeah. Yeah. So you're almost half the calories. It's the same amount of drink, basically. 
and you still have that strawberry flavor. And I'm telling you, mm-hmm. and there's real fruit in there, so it's like you're eating something healthy. I like that. <laughs> I <laughs> hey, like I that. can rationalize sweets all day. Honey. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Okay, <laughs> so anyway, if you're new, welcome. Um, this is a beautiful little tip that will serve you well. If you're local in the Western Maryland area, uh, they will think that you are me because I don't know how many people order it, but I'm telling you, it's a good, it's a good. I have dessert. a friend of mine who listens to the podcast and told me that she did try it after hearing your. I have a couple people that say that, and yeah. when they give their name, I have one friend that when he gives his name, he just calls himself Rick. Oh, that's he funny. Make, he changes his name to Rick because he does a frosted lemonade. And he said when he went up to check out, they're like, you're not Rick. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. He goes, yeah, but this, my order it's is like, inspired by Rick. There you go. I, so like I thought that. that was funny. That's a nice nod to you, honey. Yeah. You know what? It sounds like such a little thing, but those are comforts in life that we are privileged to get, right? Yes. Chick-fil-A. Um, I also need to make a public admission that I did to our friend that is closely tied to the Chick-fil-A Corporation. And that is their new seasonal drink, the watermelon mint. I know you're not a huge fan. I love it. Like, love it. I've had, since they launched the product a couple weeks ago, I want to say I've had four already. Nice. I've tried the Diet Lemonade with watermelon mint. I've tried the Sun Joy, which is like half sweet tea, half diet lemonade with the watermelon mint and I've tried a frosted watermelon mint treat whatever Mm -hmm. it would be called and I like the seasonal flavor so if you haven't tried it I mean you might not like it you might be left side of the couch and just stick with your classic but if there's two of you go and get one of each and then share and share and yeah this episode is brought to you by by (laughs) (laughs) Chick-fil-a and the wonderful offerings that they give us and their guests daily. Let's just say two weeks closed was hard for Rick. It, it was, was really little, hard. It was, I started it was shaking hard. the one day and I was like. <laughs> now we have another one a few miles away. But is, as he would say, it's just it's just different. It's just, you know, you yeah. get used to your hometown Chick-fil-A. Hometown. Yeah. Hometown Chick-fil-A. That's right. <sighs> well, guys, we've talked about it all today. We've taken you on a ride from karaoke to to uh, inspirational movies, to reality TV, to the things that your spouse does that you want to see them carry on. And it is good to hear that. So if you take some time, share those notes with your spouse, with your partner, that really, I'm sure, would lift them up and you would get the reciprocal of that. You don't give to get, but hey, that brings, uh, you know, kind of some healthy relationships together. And we are a proud supporter of healthy relationships here on the Victory Couch. Amen. Guys, we appreciate you. We want to ask a couple quick favors. Yes. The first one being, it is really, um, we don't like to ask for reviews. But in podcast world, that's how people find us. So if you are a dedicated listener, and I've had a handful of you that I personally know who've said, oh, you know, I've been wanting to review the podcast and I just haven't done it yet. I understand because there are podcasts that I listen to every week that took me a long time to review and there's still two out there that I haven't reviewed. So you know what? I'm going to match the challenge. This week, I'm going to review two podcasts that I regularly listen to. One's called Doing the Best We Can with Eddie Koffeltz. The other is called The Snack Show Podcast with Jamie Fallon. I'm going to put a review of both of those out there this week because those are podcasts that pour into me every week that I love And those of you listening to our podcast, The Victory Couch, 
Can you take a second and match my challenge? If you listen to us regularly and you have yet to review the podcast, can you, when you sign off here and you're done listening to us before the end of the day, before your head hits the pillow, can you please take a couple minutes and go on wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, wherever you listen, even if you just want to go and put a review on Google or Facebook or anywhere you can leave a review, that truly helps other people find us. And that helps us further our mission and helps us inspire more people. And that's why we do this. So if you could honor just the whole process, that would be awesome. Amen. Yeah. So hate to ask. It's been a while since we have, but I'm, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to ask something that I won't do myself. So I'm going to go and take care of those two reviews today i'll do it today just so it's fresh in my head so ask you guys to do the same that would mean a lot we have teased about the q a episode and the disney episode and they are coming up soon we have had some of you uh send us questions some of you have asked to be anonymous we have some of you who send us our name your name and say hey yeah you can mention my name those of you who whether you're like yeah i don't really want you know, them to share my name or anything, that's fine. Just send us a quick question. It doesn't have to be lengthy. You can fill out the survey, which will be down below in show notes. If you've never seen show notes, I know I mention it all the time. All you have to do is on your listening platform, just scroll and you'll see everything that we reference and links to pretty much anything that we, that you know, that we discuss here on the couch. So take a look at that. If you could do a review, if you could fill out the Q&A, either for uh, just our Q&A episode or Disney or both, that would be fantastic. Guys, we, um, we've had an up and down season as far as like personal life and challenges and all of that. And we will continue to pour into the Victory Couch because it matters to us. It matters to us to, to share life. Um, it allows Rick and I to connect, of course. And as we've said before, we can do it without microphones. But there's something really powerful about taking some time and sharing life and being vulnerable because life is very, very short. And we just we just want to see everyone rise. You know, we just want to see that. And, uh, you know, that's what a tide can do. We can lift each other up. And we just want to keep seeing that. So if you could share the episode today or one that has impacted you with a friend or family member. Let's just keep encouraging one another out there. So until we get around to episode 14, we hope 13 has blessed you in a way today. We hope that you remember to celebrate your your partners, your, your spouses, those that matter in your life, those that maybe frustrate you at times. Still try to find the good out there, okay? So we just thank you all. We thank you for listening. We thank you for being dedicated and... Uh, yeah, I think I'll just leave it at that. So until next week. Well said, Julie. Go out there, inspire others, be who you are, be authentic. And uh, yeah, don't waste your time. Go out there, have fun, and maybe sing a karaoke song this week. Amen. All right. Until next week, we will talk to you guys then. Bye, guys. Bye. We are Rick and Julie Rando, and you've been listening to the Victory Couch Podcast. You can follow The Victory Couch on Instagram, Facebook, and thevictorycouch.com. Count your lessons, your blessings, and your victories. We'll save a seat for you right here next time on The Victory Couch.